the Shir Tanya for Yud Beis Shvat, the twelfth day of Shvat, for Ashonamu Beres. We're in the middle of Perik Chav. Uh, it starts on Amud Chavav with the words Kis Havus Kol Ha'Ilamis, and it ends on Amud Chavav with the words Vedakis Yosef. And the Alter Rebbe was explaining that the uh, whole creation of the world that took place did not affect any change, any shinui in the Creator, in Hashem. Ani who Hashem remained Yochidu Miyuchod just like he was Kaidim Shinivra just like before there was a world. He was only because there was nothing else. Likewise, now after the world was created, really he is still only. As if nothing happened. How could it be that nothing happened, but there is a creation of the world? So he said, because the Kulo Kamekila Choshiv Ukain Vefis Mamash, that everything before Hashem is considered of no value, so it really it doesn't carry any substance, any significance and that's why it's bottled. The Alter Rebbe will continue now to explain how we can demonstrate that we can have a understanding in the insignificant of creation of the world relative to the Creator, relative to Hashem. When we're going to elaborate and articulate what forces go in to create the person, or by that matter, this world or the spiritual world, all worlds, the power that that goes in that Hashem uses to create the people, that power which sustains the person is so insignificant to uh, the Creator Himself, to Hashem Himself. And that insignificance will be demonstrated by realizing how we appreciate the things in the physical, in our world, when we equate the creation of the worlds to the level of Dibur, as the Alter Rebbe will explain Barichas, when we say that the world was created in the way of Dibur, and then when we understand how Dibur by the person is really so insignificant relative to who the person is, so one's speech, one's Dibur, is so distant from the person himself. What is the person himself? Well, there's a whole bunch of levels till you get to the person himself. There is above Dibur, there is Machshove, there is Midas, then there is Moichin, there is intellect, and the person himself. So the insignificance of one Dibur relative to the person himself, we will see that it's really of no value. When we speak of Hashem's creation of the worlds, we say it's created from the level of Dibur, so that tells us that that is the insignificance, just Dibur, relative to the person's higher levels, the, the, the insignificance of the Dibur. And in Perik Chafalev, the al will continue to say that even in the human being's Dibur, 
notwithstanding that insignificance, there is something there, but with Hashem, it's even on a different level, as we'll learn later on. But let's learn inside now. Al-Tarebbe explains, why is everything insignificant, uh, for why is everything insignificant relative to the Creator? Why is the whole world considered insignificant relative to Hashem? It is because the creation of all worlds is from Dibur. We always find that Hashem spoke and He created the world. says, For the creation bringing into being all the worlds. Whether it's El Yoinim, the upper worlds, Visachtoinim, on in the lower worlds, Me'ayin Liyesh, from nothingness, from ex nihilo, from not being, Liyesh, to existence. So first of all, the first time to bring them in. And as the Alter Rebbe will explain later on, that it's not enough just for Hashem to create him, but he has to constantly recreate him, because unlike when a craftsman creates from a object and turns it into a different object, he changes its shape, it's different when Hashem creates something from nothingness in which he needs to constantly be recreating it so that it doesn't go back to its original nature, to what it is, which is nothingness. And the energy, the life force, and their existence, who keeps them existing, keeps them in existence. They should not turn into nothingness and zero as they were before they came into existence. So how is all this happen? What force is used by HaKadosh Baruch Hu to create and to sustain all of these This is not but the Dvar Hashem It's God's words and the Ruach Piv and the ear of his mouth, so to speak, of his blessed mouth, that is dressed in them. So the metaphor we speak, that to of us to understand that it is God's words, basorim amoris, it's ruach piv, atonafaktami, there's ruach piv, that is, comes, that is the level that creates, that so to speak, that we say that creates worlds. And what does that mean? That it's the Dibur. The Dibur will give us now an understanding by uh, equating how the Dibur's insignificant is relative to the person. We can also understand what kind of force relative to Hashem He uses to create the world and to sustain the world. And that is that force is the real existence of the world, and that is totally insignificant, as we we'll learn. Ulamashul, by way of example, by the soul of man, the power of a person dibur If he speaks one one once saying, because Let's talk about, because there's a limited amount of sayings, so there's a very limited saying. So if a person has one dibur, one saying, shedibur zeh, if you try to measure this saying, this one saying, levadoi, by himself, 
is Kiloy Mamish, is of no substance, it's like no substance, no significance, I feel even if we were to measure it, Legabe relative to Klolus Nafsheyam Daberes, relative to his soul that is, uh, has the ability to speak. In other words, even within measuring it relative to the soul, a speaking soul, taking one word relative to the uh, soul that can speak, it's totally insignificant. Now, just to put things in perspective, uh, this uh, power of speech is also a only a a a a a, a, a levush, a middle level, an outer level of the soul. Shahu bechinas levushem tzoyishalo. That's the middle garment. The garment of machshava is a much closer garment to the soul, a much more connected, deeper, inner connected with the soul. The maisa, this the levush, the garment of action is further away from the soul, more external, and the levush of the dibur is the emtsoi, is the middle part, the middle levush of the power of the soul. So that power, shehu koyach hadibur shalom, that means the power that the soul has to speak. So when we're going to measure one speech against the power of speaking, the power of speaking, the ability to speak is, the potential of speaking, you can speak words which is to know and, and no finish, never finish and no, and no end. Of course, a person lives a certain amount of life and, and can't always speak, but we're talking about the potential, the ability, the soul's ability to speak is infinite. It can talk infinitely in its potential, and one word, a measured word, relative, uh, a limited word, one saying relative to the ability of speaking non-stop, endless amount of words. So one is going to see and ask, is there any significance of one word next to the potential of speaking all words? There's no significance, because it's a limited word relative to unlimited amount of words that a person can speak. So that's measuring one word next to its power of speech of the soul, which is in the same realm, which is in the same uh, level, the same part of the soul, which is the power of speech. But then when you take it a step further and you start measuring it relative to a higher level of a garment of the soul, the Levush HaMachshave, the Kol Shikein Altareba continues, and of course, that that one word has no significance, Legabe Bechinas Levush HaPnimishalah, relative to the inner garment of the soul, this Shuha HaMachshave, which is the thought. Dibur is the Emtsoi, but the Machshave is an inner, it's closer, it's connected to the soul. These, it is always with the soul, it's not separated from the soul, yet, as is Dibur, which is further away. Shemimeno, from it, from the level of Machshave, 
eventually is nimshuchu adiburim. The speech are extended. The person thinks, and from whatever he thinks, that is what eventually comes down into his speech. So, and that's the life. So it means it's a higher level. First, it is the thought connected to the um, closer to the to the nefesh uh, to the soul, and then later on, it becomes more external. Person does another person can't see what you're thinking, because the power and the ability of thought is still related closely to your own soul, and it's not yet been. Uh, d- d- gone down, it hasn't yet descended to a place where uh, other people can uh, sort of reach in which is the level of Dibur which is descends, the Machshava descends into the level of Dibur, it vitalizes the Dibur that power of Dibur so now if we're going to measure one word not next to its infinite ability to speak, but next to the source of the speech, next to the machshave, which is in a different realm. And then we go even further. These are all garments of the soul. They are all external. The soul can either uh, think, speak, or not, or not, or it always has to think, but they're just garments, like you put them on and put them off. But then it is, what is the soul? The feeling, the emotional feeling of the soul. Who the soul is. Those are the ten powers that the soul can, uh, is. The intellect and the emotion, that's what it feels. That is the soul itself. And it goes without saying when we're trying to measure one word, one word, one dibur, legabe, relative, mahus, va'atzim, sanefesh, the essence and what the nefesh is, shehein, those are eser the ten levels, haniskorim le'il, we mentioned before, chokhma bina das chulu, the intellect, and later on, and the emotions, relative from them, shemehen, that from them, they are actually the source, nimshechu, oisiyos machashavazoi, they brought about, they from them extend the letters of this machshave hamuluboshes that are dressed up in this word that he speaks. Now, when a person uh, speaks, we know there is a there is forms and shape. There is letters. There is the language that he speaks from because the words are put together that the person expresses those are the different uh, languages and the different words uh, that express themselves by the speech, when a person speaks he speaks in a language, he speaks there is letters there is letters over there in which the uh, ideas and uh, uh, the communication gets dressed up into those letters. Now, the these letters actually begin already in the person's thought. Uh, in the person's thought, the person also thinks in a language. A language uh, 
is uh, is in, uh, in a more refined, in a more uh, higher level, they are not as uh, thick and 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 and, 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 and uh, letters that are uh, can feel them. But they are spiritual letters. They are letters still in the level of the one's thought of an machshava. Now, that machshava letters that eventually comes down into the dibur, they come from the ten levels of the soul, which is what it is itself. Which basically means when the soul has a uh, a feeling. That feeling that the soul has descends into a machshava, descends into a form, into a shape, which is the thought. Eventually, it's shaped, the descends even further, shaped into speech. And the Altarebbe says, it's ki because the thought, he gam came bechinas oisius. It's also already a level of oisius. Kimoyadibur, like speak, like speech. Rak shehein. The only thing is, they are ruchnis v'dakis yoiser. They are more spiritual and more refined uh, letters. And uh, yet, there are those letters, those are the shapes, those are the form. That is when you're, basically, when your emotion comes into shape, it takes shape that you think about it, so that's a feeling that you have in your heart when you think about it, that means it's been shaped already into these letters and what you're thinking, and then eventually it comes down to thicker letters. And Al-Drebbe will explain that these shapes, that happens with these levushim, with the Machshav Dibur, as opposed to the way they are in the uh, the Chochmah Bin Adas and the Moichel and the Midas over there, they are not yet shaped.